0: Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Hour. I'm your host, Molly McCartney. I see a few of you have entered the studio. Welcome, welcome. I see your notes. Hi, hi. Good to see you here. And thank you for for coming in tonight and joining me. If you tried last week, I apologize for the Mercury retrograde slip up. Um, It was real interesting. That was a great show. Sorry, you missed it. (laughs) It just didn't record and nobody was there. So anyway, we are here now. And that's the most important part um my name is molly mccartney again i'm a spiritual life coach intuitive medium and energetic uh, healer and therapist in orlando florida and i am here to just really support you in your spirituality and knowing who you really are inside uh, cut down on that overthinking and the fears that keep you stuck That is why i do what i do and this is why i created the show because i know you know we can't always go in for a session we can't always make it to events but you know you're home or you're in your car you can always listen to a podcast to support this and that's what i'm here on this earth to do so um today's theme is uh of course you are what you believe and i've been really um kind of sending out the posts on social media this month about this theme and it's one of the most important themes in creating, learning how to create your own life and become an artist of your own life with the intuitive tools we are given as human beings. Um, and so it's really important to be thinking about this year, if this is feels like your year to kind of burst forth and create some new things, it's really time to examine those beliefs and make sure that they are in support of what you know to be true. So I'm gonna turn this music off here and uh, get down to it. So um, today i like to let you know how the podcast works if it's your first time. If not, Um, Welcome back and welcome if it's your first time. I like to talk for a little bit on our theme and then I'll open up uh, the lines for callers. So if by chance you call before we're at that portion, I might not be able to get to you. I don't have an assistant taking the calls right now, so I'm not ignoring you, Um, but I will open up um, for calls and questions and some mini readings a little later in the show. But for now, I want to start with the message of why uh, changing your inner story, which is your belief system about things, not your whole belief system, right? There's your spiritual belief system. Maybe it's religious, maybe it's not. Uh, You've probably, if you're listening to the show, gone through a life and kind of learned along the way what um, is true deep inside of yourself. Uh, We have some similarities with that and maybe we have some differences, but it's what the language you speak when you think about your spirituality and, and your beliefs about life. And that's a little bit different for all of us but a belief uh, by definition is the inner story that we tell ourselves about what's real right so if you've got some negative beliefs in there that means you're telling yourself negative stories and especially if you're stuck in a loop of despair or, or, or problems or challenge you're probably going to notice if you look real close at those subconscious stories that they're not very empowering they're not um, very helpful and they really kind of support you in staying staying in a place of, of victimhood because um, ego, which is, you know, kind of the opposite of spirit, that place of the mind made self, really that's its purpose to kind of keep us in problems because it's designed to help us solve problems. And back in the day when we needed it, it was really great. And nowadays we do still need it. We need survival skills. We need to you know solve problems in the workplace. We need to solve problems in families. Um, you know there's always something that's really, truly there that needs focus, but there's a lot of times where it makes up problems where there really are none. So it's important to know the difference. And realize that when your ego mind or your mind-made self is making up those problems, it's really just looking to like automatically do its job, which you know Eckhart Tolle calls um, compulsive thinking. It just can't stop itself. So um, know that you have the power to focus through the witness inside of you. You you can choose what you're focused on. You know if you don't like the movie you're watching, turn it off and go outside and find, or find a new movie. You know, you, know you, can, you can shift the way things appear to that inner world and that inner story. So I want to start with the, the message of the mystical shaman. Um, if you've worked with me before, you know I use the mystical shaman oracle deck by Colette Baron-Reed, Alberto Viodo, and um, Maria Lobos, I believe her name is. So there's uh, two shamans and an Intuitive made this amazing deck. And so I talk a lot in um, shamanic language when I'm giving readings, very down to earth, but also very much in that ancient way. And why I'm so drawn to that um, sort of language is because the storyteller in ancient times was very much like the shaman, or it could be one and the same, where you know, perhaps you would go visit with the shaman that would speak to spirit for you, that would clear up energy for you, but also would help you retell the story of your problem. And so there's always a hero's journey in, the, in that healing story from the shamanic perspective. And, and it, it's all about changing that, that belief, which is the inner story that you're telling. So again, right now, if you're in, you're in a conundrum in the workplace, And you're telling yourself these people are crazy and they're always causing problems and they don't know what they're doing and why are they why are they treating me this way why are they this that you know a lot of times people aren't even aware of what they're doing so it's really key to kind of pull your power back in in situations like this whether it's at work again in families relationships and get really nice and quiet in what's true for you and do that kind of ninja practice i call energetic ninja practice of telling your own story about what's going on. And you you can even say, okay, people around me aren't, maybe they don't desire inner peace as much as I do. Maybe they they haven't asked these questions yet. You know, we're just not on the same page, but it doesn't make them worse. And it doesn't mean they mean what they're doing. A lot of times people don't know what they're doing and they don't mean what they're doing. So if you're feeling the victim in any area of your life, just check to see if, you, if they're really, really doing something against you, and sometimes they are, I, I have seen that many times in, in clients and, and in my own life in the past, but many times it was, you know, it's in our heads, it's in our stories, it's, it's kind of keeping us on guard so that we can't be at peace. So if, you're, if you don't have a lot of evidence to back up that feeling of, of the world being against you, just check to make sure it's not your fears and your overthinking keeping you in that struggling place. So another thing to remember is uh, that kind of ties into my next message of what if your inner story that's true for you is strange and unusual? You know, what if you're in a world of people who are very religious to one degree or another and you believe in new age beliefs and, and kind of a, an eclectic um, way of thinking about life in the universe and it feels really, really good to you and maybe different cultures, different collections of belief systems are very supportive to you but maybe you uh, tried going into that religion of the people around you or you had a bad experience and so you feel like the odd person out and I see this a lot with my clients, they'll feel so good in their intuitive work, uh, which isn't necessarily, it's spiritual, but it's not, it doesn't have to go along with, you know, all the other, what what they would call, what a lot of people call woo-woo beliefs, that of course you know that I have, but um, you know, you don't, you, you, the intuition is that inner GPS system, so that's kind of the interface between you and spirit and you and in the spirit world and your spirit as well. But as far as how the world is created, how the universe is created, there's a lot of different stories out there. So it's key to to choose the one that resonates with your soul the best. Because again, you know, I believe the universe doesn't tell the story, we tell the story. So the universe and God, goddess, um, source is what it is, no matter what we call it, no matter what we... Um, what stories we create about how it came to be and, and what its purpose is and what you know what it thinks about us. Um, it's it's all kind of guessing game for us because we're here on this earth with our energy PS and that's about it. And then we have our minds and we have our physical experience and it's all very complex to deal with sometimes, but it's only when our story makes it complex and our beliefs make it complex. It can be very simple and and happiness can be simple. Um, I know I come from a very unhappy past and I feel like I'm a pretty happy person these days so that I, I speak not from a place of just think positive and you're going to be happy because that's just not true. You can't slap a happy face on things um, but you can train yourself, uh, teach yourself to focus on what supports that being being in you and what supports um, loving yourself even if people think you're weird or don't understand your belief system. You know, when it comes to that kind of thing, it tends to be a very personal journey anyway. So I for one have, um, you know, family members, we don't share the same uh, beliefs. You know, sometimes it's religious, sometimes it's political, but we still can be together and enjoy time together. We don't even have to really go there. It's not important if we wanna create a loving environment uh, with each other. We know that there's some differences and we just, you know, agree to disagree. And I think it's key um, for anyone who kind of downs on their own belief system and says, well, I feel wrong if I'm, you know, doing a candle intention ritual because I'm afraid, you know, I was told this is, you know, witchery and I shouldn't do that. It's like, well, if it's helpful and useful for you, um, I believe that that spirit's on your side no matter what. And God, God loves you no matter what. So um, do what you got to do. Do what feels right for you to support your beliefs and support your growth and your your joyful existence in this life. Um, so the key is to find um, the witness within you with all of this, um, because you know, as I as I mentioned, sometimes we judge ourselves good, bad, right, wrong. And when you can find the witness inside, that's really when you know you've gotten to the bottom of your spirit. When you've gotten to this place where you're kind of observing the whole thing going on. It's when you say, my body, my mind, my spirit. You know, when you say my, who is the one saying mine? You know, that's that animation within the inner animator within that's having the experience. So, you know, if you were your mind, if you were your body, if you were just this person in this life, you wouldn't even have kind of a... A viewpoint of all of that. You would just be in it like a, like a fish in a fishbowl. You would just be in the water and you wouldn't really have descriptors for it. So when you get really quiet and you ask yourself, who is the thinker of my thoughts? Who is the sensor of my intuition? Who is the focuser of my focus? You know, that's who you really are. And that's the witness within. Um, we have our judgments and there's reasons for those. Sometimes they're to keep us safe. I think in the original space of, of humanity, that's what they were for in general. But now we have all these complex thoughts and complex judgments about things, uh, whether things are safe or, or not, or good or not. Um, but the key is to find that witness and don't take it so personally and seriously all the time, you know? Because when we take what happens to us so deeply, you know, for a long, you know, when you're in trauma, yes, you need to feel it, you need to process, you need to really be present with what happens. And if you had to kind of keep yourself together and get through it, then process it when you can. Don't ignore things, but when time has gone on and you're still defining yourself by a story that happened 10, 20 years ago, you know, it's time to ask, is that empowering me anymore? Is, is it processed? Sometimes we need help processing, whether through a, a, some kind of therapeutic um, help or talk, talk help or just letting it out, crying, screaming, whatever you gotta do. But it's really knowing from within that you have options to process and then make sure it's done so that your energy is clean and clear and you can be present. And then you're just kind of dealing with the day-to-day cleansing and day-to-day processing but you don't, you're not carrying this huge amount, this huge load from the past and from your worries about the future. You know, I see a lot of people like that. Not only do they have a lot of struggles that they're carrying with them, but they're like, and now, and then I foresee these struggles, but they're not even there yet. So you may want to be a little more careful about what you're projecting into your future. And another key thing is to practice gratitude for the things that have gone well. Um, you know, when we are in that belief system that nothing goes right and it's all a struggle and a problem, and, you know, like I said in my last newsletter, some people say life's a bitch and then you die. You know, that's, I uh, used to remember that kind of jokingly, um, you know, saying that or hearing that when I was much younger. And I think about it now and I was like, oh, you know, if that's true, if you say something like that in your spirit or it sinks down into your body, I guess, uh, not really your spirit believes it, but your spirit will leave the building, number one, because why would it want to be in a life like that? And, um, and, you know, your body starts to believe and your emotion starts to believe that that's what you can expect from your life. So be careful with those, even jokingly, be careful with those kind of beliefs and know that when you're grateful for the beauty that has occurred and the healing that you have experienced and that you are currently experiencing, even though life can be hard in the moment, you just, you're always on the hero's journey. That's a good way to to switch it around and know that you are not in, it doesn't have to be happening to you, but you're going through something and your choices and your focus and your ability to find your inner world and get anchored by it is going to make all of the difference for you. So, That leads me to my next point on you are what you believe. And that's the quote from Einstein. Um, Well, he had many good quotes, very brilliant man, of course. But one of my favorite quotes of his uh, goes like this. The most important decision we will ever make is whether we believe we live in a friendly or a hostile universe. And, you know, honestly, I don't know the context of that quote, but I think when you really think about it in terms of just a wise A wise man saying something very useful to many different people it's it's very true when it comes to living a spiritual life walking your spiritual path with awareness because we're all walking a spiritual path whether we're aware of it or not by the way but when you are focused on it the key is you must know that it's responding to you and you are responding to it and that way it's a friendly universe a hostile universe would be like I'm gonna throw this at you and you're gonna deal with it you know that's not a very nice universe and that's not that wouldn't be my view of God um, or a source that from which we all come uh, I believe that there's there's a, a growth an aspect of growth and expansion that we're kind of given as souls and in our spiritual beings and when we believe that that's true we see it we see the evidence if we believe that we live in a hostile universe a hostile world we see it everywhere you know you can see it on the news you can see it um, you know on in traffic sometimes you can see it in the people nearest and dearest to you but the key is to to shift at least some of that the things that you can control whether it's turning off the tv and the news and the in the radio giving yourself a break putting yourself on a diet of things that are reminding you or making you believe that this world is a mess because really you know we could look at you know nebulas and supernovas and yeah all of that is is actually quite violent and it's actually quite beautiful depending on how you look at it but we can't really judge uh, our reality based on what's being streamed through the airways all the time you know if it's not supporting your growth if it's not supporting your inner peace be careful you know, it's a it's a diet. You know, just like what you put in your body, you want to make sure you're putting things into your eyes and your ears and your mind that are helpful, useful, and and nutritional <laughs> for your soul's well being. So, um, another way I mentioned candle ritual earlier, and I've been doing a lot of that this year, and I really like it. To me, it was a step, you know, into tradition from doing uh, vision boards and things like that because I would do the one vision board a year and sure enough, things would would play out and it was pretty cool, but it, didn't, it wasn't an active process. I needed something to keep me active. So one thing I like to do is light a candle on the new moon and the full moon. And I like to dress it with herbs and flower petals and salt and do all the fun little witchy things. Um, but for me, it's really about setting the ritual of setting the intention for what I wanna release on a full moon and what I want to create on a new moon. And I just write on a post-it note, one to three things. And it's usually feelings, uh, usually states of being that I'm ready to release in certain areas of my life or certain states of being I want to create. So I, I leave it pretty open for the universe to respond. And then the next day I often get this hit like, you need to do this today, or it's time to to shift this, or it's time to clean out your closets, or it's time to you know call that person and and you know start that project. And then I know I don't hem and haw about it anymore. I just do it because I feel the guidance come very clearly, and I've intended for that to come to me, so I trust it. So you can do anything. Uh, you can do vision boards. You can do candles. Even just meditations. You know to set your intentions. You know give yourself five to twenty minutes. Um, any anytime where where that's the purpose of sitting down, listening to a sound meditation or a guided meditation, uh, receive a healing session as a ritual, you know, or go to a retreat as a ritual. But but when you do these things, and I, I think I've I've received a lot of benefit from a lot of different modalities. Hypnosis is one of them. Um, therapy is one of them, EMDR. Um, float therapy, which is getting into a sensory deprivation tank. Um, uh, been in different um, ceremonies, you know, throughout my experience, uh, different private meditations. And all of it, all of it, all of it is the same process of quieting your mind and allowing the story to shift within you. And so you set the intention, you get out of the way, and you just allow it to shift. And that is the best way to shift your beliefs because it's all running this on this subconscious, you know, frequency underneath your conscious thoughts. And if your conscious thoughts are either pushing them down or trying to override them, or worse yet, your conscious thoughts are the ones that are, you know, vi- you know, kind of holding you hostage, then you know the best thing you can do is just get very quiet. And there are a lot of ways to do that. Yoga is another one there's a lot of them, but you get my drift. (laughs) So um, another thing to to really keep in mind um, when it comes to setting intention is believe that you are strong enough to handle whatever is created in your life. And don't make it right or wrong. Know that, you know, you will experience grief, you will experience loss, you will experience illness, you will experience all kinds of challenges. And if you tell the story that this is this horrible thing that happened to you and there's nothing you can do about it, it's going to be a miserable process. But if you say, "Hmm, what is this experience giving uh, birth to in me? What is it helping me um, grow into? You know, what kind of wisdom am I gaining from this experience? Because, you know, other than reflection, which can be a really great way to to gain wisdom." and and kind of self-reflection and listening to your intuition you know the things we go through and uh, that was i think I, qu- I posted this yesterday it was a confucius quote you know three ways to to gain wisdom is reflection, which is the highest uh, limitation which is the easiest and experience which is the bitterest and so sometimes we do go through bitter experiences but it doesn't have to leave a bad taste in your mouth it can actually say thank you life god whoever I'm going to learn from this, I'm going to grow from this, I'm going to get stronger through this. And when you go through anything, a hard day, you know, I sometimes I have just hard days. I need to ask spirit to hold me up and give me the words, you know, a lot less than I used to, but especially when I was in my corporate job, I would just have days where I was just exhausted. And you know, I had to step out of my authentic self sometimes to get things done. And you know, just work when I didn't feel like working and and it and it worked to know that I was learning fortitude and perseverance. And now I have it in the right places. Um, So you never, ever know what you're learning that you will use later, doing the things or having the experiences you really want to have. And many, many times our difficult experiences also give us the gifts of wisdom to share with others, because you'll meet someone along the way that's going through something similar. And lucky you, you've already gone through it. So you can actually give them some words of advice and some inspiration and so when we are able to help each other and we see life as a, as a process of getting out of the muck and then pulling each other out, it's much, I don't know, to me it's much nicer to think about it that way instead of we're all kind of just fighting through the muck and trying to get out and pushing each other back in, which some people do. But you guys aren't some people. If you're listening to a, a show called The Empowered Wisdom Hour, you're not those people. <laughs> you know, you want to improve. You want to bring some more light to this planet and I get that. So another tip here is to get playful. So when life gets heavy, when it's hard to hear your intuition, when it's hard to feel that spirituality kind of moving through things, know that you might be taking things a little too seriously. Again, that's kind of piggybacking on the get into the witness. But when you get playful, it's really awesome because you get into your inner child and if you have trouble accessing your inner child or are not sure what that is, then there's whole lines of, of work and processing that you can do with that. Um, can't do it here on the show, but, you know, it's really important if you haven't done that work already for yourself to get there. And a lot of times what you're, what what makes you feel playful, you know, for adults, it can be like hanging out with friends, you know, sitting around, having a chat, joking. Um, some people like to ride roller coasters. Um... Some people that I know like to jump out of airplanes um, or hold their breath underwater for long periods of time. I'm a free diver and my partner's a skydiver. so we like you know some we do a little bit of the extreme play. Um, but I also like to go in my back room and, and slosh liquid paint around a canvas and just play, just get get messy and see what happens. you know I've been painting rocks and doing silly things like that. and I make music. I used to make music a little bit more, um, walking in the woods talking to the trees, feeling the wind on my face. These are all things that kind of take me back personally to a place of childhood wonder. And there's, it's it's kind of going back and finding your positive memories wherever you remember something positive, or something that was comforting for you. And no matter what your story is, there's got to be at least one or two things in there that you would find some kind of comfort in or maybe even move up into your teen years Um, you know, of course, the healthier things that you found comfort in. And and make sure that you're playing from that place of authenticity from when you were a little kid. Because everyone did different things. But if you kind of remember the dreams you had back then, and know, well, now I'm an adult, I get to do whatever I want, then I'm going to take some time to do that. So um, it's really important also to accept your authentic truth will always tug at you, no matter how much you want to blend in and be like other people so it's really important to again be brave do the work to unpeel the layers of whether it's your mental thinking your patterns your subconscious beliefs you know trauma that you're still holding on to you know there's lots of people out there lots of practitioners we're here on earth just to help you and it's really important. And, you know, if we're smart, we reach out to each other when we need help. So nobody's perfect. Nobody's completely done with this path. But there are many people that are trained and have experience and have the connection to help you through processing. So if you can't do it yourself through journaling, meditation, um, and, and this kind of thing, make sure you reach out. And, and whether it's to me or another practitioner, make sure that you find the support that you need to work through um, and, and believe in yourself and love yourself. Find that self-love um, no matter what you've been through. Because when you find the self-love and you're able to even out that mindset that, that kind of mm, criticizes you, then you can hear your intuition better. So, so all of this, all of this, all of this always leads back to how, how you can listen to your spirit better. And again, it, you are what you believe. You got to get your mind out of the way and ask for help when you need it in processing so remember too um, that you're not who you think you are, that's just a description. So again, your history, your story, your race, your sex, your um, gender, your, you know, what else, your wealth level, your uh, job, you know, your age, all these are just descriptors of a, are physical descriptors or sometimes cerebral descriptors of of your persona in this lifetime but they don't, your spirit that how that is within you and, and holds you together with all of these descriptors is who you really are. And once you can really identify with your spiritual self and it takes that practice, that's why they call it spiritual practice, um, and, and making it a part of your life, whether it's meditation or developing your intuition, whatever, you know, all of it's part of the deal. When you really hone your focus that's when you can come to a point and say, oh, that that voice in me, that still small voice, that's my true self. And when I realized that, it all really clicked into place. Cause be- before that, I was kind of a basket case, kind of like not sure of myself, highly intuitive, believe me, highly intuitive. But you know, imagine someone not sure of themselves and who, you know, which which descriptor really is who she is, highly intuitive and reading energy all over the place. Very confusing place to be. And if that sounds like you, I totally get you and I understand, call me, we'll talk. Um, But it's important to know that um, you have to have a good basis in connecting to your higher power and trusting that it's guiding you and then also trusting that still small voice because you are not what you think you are and you're also not what your comfort zone defines you to be. Um, Sometimes we get really stuck in a comfort zone or there are other people who don't like a comfort zone and jump from thing to thing so whichever one you are whichever side you 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 tend to be on chances are you should probably take a chance outside of your comfort zone sometime soon or slow down and stay put a little while because there's something new calling you you know to discover and there's a new part of you that wants to expand into a new way of being so if you're feeling out of sync, check to see if these your beliefs, your choices and your thoughts are in line with your spiritual knowing. Again, if you're if you're brand new to this and you're like, "I don't know. I want to know what my spiritual knowing is, but I don't really know what it is." Well, then ask, you know, ask the universe to help help you see that, to give you opportunities to show you to open doors to sh- meet, you know, show you people and experiences that are going to help you find that. And that's your power of intention. Sure enough, you're going to have invitations, you're going to see a flyer, you're going to see something on Facebook, an event, or something that, that says, that's what I need to go do. Uh, but once you open up to it, it, it gets started. I'm not sure if I shared this on, on my last live show or, or any of the shows, but one of my first um, examples of this on my path was when I was 15 or 16, uh, I saw the book Be Here Now by Ram Das and it was a, a co-worker had it. Um, he was a bit older than me and you know he was starting his spiritual journey as well. We were artists working in an art store. And I was like, wow, what a cool book. I loved the, the artwork on the outside. And I looked inside and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Just as an artist, I thought it was put together so well and started to read some of the concepts. And I said, I have no idea what this guy's talking about, but I really, really want to. And sure enough, within the next 10, 15 years, that's what my journey was all about unfolding the ego getting into the now unfolding my stories of seeing this truth about life that was very uplifting and calming rather than victimizing and shaming so it was a journey and it still is you know it unfolds in many different ways all the time but um i recommend ram das and or eckhart tolle in beginning your thinking about calming your mind and getting in touch with your inner voice and, and your inner presence. Not even your inner voice, just your inner presence. Then I have some other recommendations to hear your inner voice. And those are those are my intuitive friends and of course myself. Um, but getting quiet, stilling the mind, very important on the spiritual path. Because you can you can think you know all you you could ever know about it and still not be in in the practice you know, I've met some people like that. They have a lot of knowledge, but they're very stressed and they're very anxious. And I'm thinking, well, you know, all this stuff, like, why are you so stressed and anxious? So they're not putting it to practice. And that's, again, the mind taking over and the ego masquerading as spiritual awareness. And that can be very tricky. Um, I've been through that as well. And, you know, again, nobody's perfect. So but notice if that's happening to you. And if you're really striving to heal and get to the, the peacefulness and that belief that the the universe is supporting you, you got to get your mind out of your own way. Um, So your intuition, um, when you come to start listening to it, that's still a small voice within, you have to know that it will never lie or try to trick you. It only wants to help you evolve and expand. And it wants you to have the highest and best experience. So that's where if you're currently stuck in fear-based decision-making or overthinking, um, just notice that... There's a part of you that doesn't quite trust that still small voice and maybe it led you into some difficult things in the past but it's usually because we have something to learn and sometimes something that feels like a yes you know two weeks later or 20 years later is definitely a no but again what did you learn in the meantime it was meant to be it was what you're supposed to do and and eventually, once you gather your preferences and gather your lessons in life, then your yeses tend to be that's going to feel better. I'll choose that, <laughs> and you bypass a lot of the challenges. But you got to go through the muck to get to the lotus, as they say. You got to get in, You got to get down in the mud, get lost, you know, lose yourself, get confused, and then as you rise up, you go, oh, that's what it takes, and you start reaching more towards the sun. And that's just been my experience. But in a lot of people that I've studied and and people on the similar path, they seem to agree. So, again, if you're on it with me, you get it. If you're just new to this conversation, I, you know, and it interests you, I know that something's calling you deeper into it. So just keep asking the question. Keep being in the question. Um, and make sure that you trust and share your gifts. So whether it's your knowledge and your your, you know, you you hear of a you go to a great class or have a great practice or find a great therapist or coach or something and you want to share that with other people don't keep it to yourself like it's the secret little thing like make sure you're spreading the joy and spreading the love and make sure if you're the one that has the guidance you have the connection you know do what it takes to get the confidence so some people will need to go to classes and and develop their gifts Um, You'll have to maybe try a few different things that you're drawn to. And again, the best way to do it, where to start, is to say, well, what am I interested in? What's my yes? Some people are very drawn to intuitive psychic mediumship development. Some are very drawn to the healing arts, which is more, you know, Reiki, chronic healing, theta healing, um, massage therapy you know, and there's different levels of physical, spiritual that go on in that. Uh, Some people are drawn to herbology, you know, herbology, that's so Harry Potter, Um, herbalism. (laughs) Sorry. Um, So some people are drawn to herbalism and, and using herbs medicinally and, you know, even treating food as thy medicine. So food becomes a very medicinal thing that they can, they just get, they get a sense of and they recommend to people. So ideally in a balanced life, you have a little bit of all of that, but, As a healer and as a light worker, it's going to be important that you go to the one that feels like the best fit for you and just that you just go, yes, I want to do that. So I highly, uh, highly encourage you to take some chances with that in the in the coming coming months, you know, and we'll check in and and talk more about that as we go forward. Um, So. Remember, finally, I have a couple last thoughts before I open the lines for callers. Even if you fall apart in life, even if things are hard, you might go through a whole year or two, you might have some setbacks, just know that you are perfect and your emotions are important, your physical health is important, and all of this must be processed and taken care of to feel the truth underneath the noise of life. So if you're, you know, on a spiritual journey and focus on it, your, you know your spiritual hero's journey, and then you have a setback. you know maybe it's an illness strikes you or, or death in the family or an accident or um, financial difficulties kind of set you back a little bit on your on your course. Just know that there's a reason for it. There's a divine timing for it. And I say this knowing the times that that's happened to me, it was like a slingshot that once I did the work in the space of being stalled out, once things picked up again, it was like, you know, way faster. It was like fast forward compared to how it was before. So all of that had a gift for me. And I believe that your challenge has a, a, a beautiful gift for you. And it's about finding it and, and taking the time to be in the moment with it and be present with yourself. Sometimes we are more present in grief and illness than we ever are when, when everything's going great. I know that's true for me. So, so think about that. Sometimes we're just learning to be more present, even when things are challenging. And um, again, sometimes the best thing to do is stop and process and find the treasure in what you're going through. Find the treasure in the challenges. Um, so, I think it's time to to open up the lines and see what's out there today. If anyone has questions or comments about what I've been talking about or you'd like a quick mini reading on a question that you have, I do uh, recommend, um, I can do kind of an energy update, but because of the time we have and the time it takes me to tap in, I, I recommend you have a question. I'll pull a card from you and do a little bit of a reading. So anytime you guys want, go ahead and start calling in. If not, I will just keep talking because you know I can talk. <laughs> and so I do have one caller. Um, I'm going to answer here. And
1: hello, Lisa, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing great, Miss Molly, how are you?
0: I'm very good, thanks for calling in. How can oh, I help I'm so you today? excited
1: to talk to you. Good, um, awesome. Well, you know, I, I've been a student of yours in Orlando and you kind of led me to um abraham hicks and law of attraction Mm -hmm. so i've been practicing that for probably what about a year and a half now almost two years and Mm -hmm. i've had some amazing movement forward um and specifically just to talk about today is financially Mm -hmm. um, which is really exciting (laughs) Yay, but, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I know, I know. <laughs> but it's also given me some clarity, and that's what I kind of wanted to ask you. Um, I recently, about two weeks ago, I mean, it's been moving along nicely with little bits of money here and here that were very unexpected and, and just so appreciated. But a couple of weeks ago, I found out that I am inheriting... Um, I'm part of my uncle's estate. So my uncle passed away, but I never knew my uncle, I never met him. Um, So very sad for his brother and, and everyone who did know him, but very exciting for me. I hope that doesn't sound crass. But but anyway, when we first heard about it, we were told that there was a lot of money there. And there was about a three or four day gap for my mind to think of what a lot of money is. Mm-hmm. We knew it was well over a million dollars, and there's about six of us that are in there to inherit it. Um, but after I hung up the phone from that phone call, when they called me, the the first emotion that I felt, I mean, after excitement kind of dwindled down, was completely overwhelmed.
2: <laughs> you know? mm-hmm.
1: Like, I have no idea what to do with that type of money. And I thought, uh, maybe I'm not ready for this. So the clarity that came to me after I found out what it was actually going to be, it's a very reasonable amount that is going to set me up very nicely, but it's not a million Mm dollars. And I started realizing that one of the things I thought about was my job that I've been at and always thought I would be there for 30 years. And the first thought that came to me was, oh, my God, I could leave now. If it's over Mm -hmm. a million dollars, I could I could quit my job. That was Mm -hmm. overwhelming. And then it was also overwhelming to just think of that much money. So obviously, I wasn't a vibrational match to it, Mm -hmm. to that much money. So I'm trying to figure out, get a little bit more clarity on what my beliefs are that might be holding me back from that big money. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) I have that question, too. Yeah, yeah i, I did think a lot quite of us well do. <laughs> i did very very well How up for my first big you know like hey this came to me i attracted this but it's like okay so what's holding me back from the the, the next batch let's put it that way
0: <laughs> got it got it all right so i'm going to shuffle here for just a couple of seconds and then we're going to definitely pull a card and expand on the message in the card
1: okay awesome
0: yeah, that's something so common, right? It's it's like we have dreams of living in luxury or whatever that means for us. You know, some people want the mansion and the bins and the and the you know all you know traveling the world in jets and blah blah blah. And some of us just want to backpack through a place or just want a comfy, cozy roof over our head. So there's all these different. Um, viewpoints of what that kind of abundance is and a million dollars for one person for a billionaire is nothing you know a million dollars for someone that doesn't have a lot is like unheard of so it really is this kind of upper limit and what your upper limit is and for you i pull the soul retrieval card so i'm going to go into that for just a second and see what's there for you specifically about soul retrieval okay So the first thing that I get is it's not so much about your limitation of belief. It's that you know you have um, your inner journeys, your spiritual journeys, kind of some things that you've been really focused on right now are of utmost importance. And it's, I don't know how to quite say this, but it's almost like if you did have that much where you really didn't have to do anything, you may uh, have a little bit of a hidden belief that you wouldn't work on it as hard. And uh-huh. and it may not be a conscious belief, but like wow, I'd start traveling, and then oh, but maybe I get distracted from my studies or my my development. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, w- when you think about that much money, I like how you said it, like that dot much money. Like um, much. <laughs> really think about what what would you do with it, and what how would you use it to benefit and benefit of your your current journey, and not how it might change you. Or change what you currently focus on. How would it support that? And I feel that if you if you notice that way, it's a little bit easier to imagine because it would come and go. It would flow in and out. Maybe you'd have some investments or whatever, and you'd be set for life. But you wouldn't just stop and and like you said, quit your job and everything else. And I, I know you know I know you, and we've worked together. Um, and so it's like I know what you're up to, and I know the kind right. of healing work that you want to do. Right. And it's still formulating so i think that's part of it it's a little bit of a meant to be thing but it's also like you didn't miss the boat there are going to be other opportunities to be taken care of if that makes sense where you will be able to do your stuff and do your light work the way that you envision it um but your focus on the physical or the material abundance has kind of put a put a um um magnifying glass on on this kind of issue and it may not be the issue that you think it is if that makes sense
1: yeah that makes perfect sense and that's not the direction i went in when i when i you know when i start thinking about the clarity you know the clarity that i was getting from spirit i was like okay this makes perfect sense like surely i'm I'm ready for the amount that i'm getting which is phenomenal pay off just about all of my bills except for you know the house and then there'll be a whole bunch more left over to do some fun things that mm-hmm. it's not that kind of set for life kind of thing. And I thought, well, what is holding me back from... From bringing in that set for life, and I don't believe I'm totally held held back. Oh, this is just the beginning. I kind of got this a little bit figured out now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like just, just getting funny. really like, oh, happy. Look, I you know, that?
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, look, I did that. <laughs> yeah, I was in alignment. Yeah. It was the right time. Yeah, and it, it's so happy. give just <laughs> that you need, and and you'll create new with the soul piece that you have brought back to you. And there may be some, even some ancestral healing around that. I'm not really sure about, you know, what how you feel about that family line, and and you know, you're kind of receiving some of that kind of material power, with lack of a better term. And there may be a certain amount of power that you're receiving back from losing it in the past. Yeah. And so yeah. it was. It's usually equal that feeling of uh, groundedness and you know being taken care of in a certain amount of way. It's like it's healing for a part of you that may have struggled you know,
1: absolutely. It's just been so great. You know, it's just so much. It actually is making it easier to just stay really, really high vibrationally, you know, Mm -hmm. just just knowing that it's 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 a done deal. It's there. It's just it's not here yet.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah.
1: So it's just exciting to know that I have this period of time between when it actually does arrive to continue to attract more because the vibration is up. That's right. I mean, just in all areas of life. Yeah. The realm of
0: possibility is like wide open now.
1: It feels completely unlimited, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. I could see see that, that you know, just got to make sure I'm taking care of my soul. (laughs) That's
0: right. That's right. And, you know, I think about that sometimes and I'm like, you know, sometimes the stri- a little bit of striving at this point in my life, it feels right. And maybe there's going to come a time where it doesn't feel right. But that's what's, what I'm in alignment with, a little bit of extra hard work. And maybe a part of you still is. And then there'll come a time where it's like, oh, I'm ready to kick my feet back up. And you'll be in alignment with that set for life feeling.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's and I realize that my job is fun. I'm still having fun good do do you know what i mean it's still fun for me to go to work and and i kind of thought i'm not sure i want to leave this that's right (laughs) which is crazy after so many years of thinking you still want to do this (laughs) yeah
0: well and that reminds me of you know how people win the lottery and then they get more problems than they ever had and um and sometimes the universe will deliver what it knows will be in alignment with what we really need and no more no less because you're, you know, some people are, are want, really wanting that money. I want that, those millions of dollars, but they don't think about the, the state of being that they want. And so they get into the problems and the way of being that they had before just multiply because they have a lot more people kind of, you know, kind of vampiring right. them, you know, and, right. and all kinds yeah. of other issues. So who knows? You know, it may have caused more trouble than it was worth for you in some particular right.
1: way. Yeah, I believe that. I believe I was ready for exactly what came hmm you know, beautiful. I know, thank you so much.
0: <laughs> You're welcome, thanks for calling in. It's great to hear
1: your voice. <laughs> okay, take easy, Mar- Molly. You
0: too, dear, bye. bye. Okay. I welcome any other callers, have time for one more little conversation before we go into a meditation at the end. Okay, I have Butch on the line. Hi Butch, how are you doing tonight? Maybe your name isn't Butch. <laughs> That's your screen name, it looks like. Oh, let me turn you up. Hello? Getting some static? Sorry, Butch, you have to Um, you have to disconnect. Unfortunately, there's some static on your line. We'll do it another time.
2: Okay, and we have Noelle, how are you doing this evening? Oh, Molly, I'm doing wonderful, and thank you so much for this podcast. Oh, you're very welcome. I'm glad you enjoy it. Oh, my gosh. Today just totally resonated with me. Good. So um, my question is, as you know, I've been going through a difficult time with my family, mm-hmm and I wouldn't. I know there are no guarantees in anything, but I would like to know: Are we staying intact? Mm. All, all of us staying intact? Okay.
0: okay. Let me take a moment and and shuffle some cards here, and we're going to take a look at the message in response oh, to that question. You. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome, dear. The first thing I hear as I'm shuffling is that all parties want to. I feel that there's a desire to overcome and to work through this challenge.
2: I agree with that. What's that? I agree with that.
0: Yeah. And when I see that... um, I like I like I like that because it means um, that you're definitely in the line for success and and for creating what you really want uh, when it comes to relationships as you know we can't create in any other anybody else's uh, reality so right. really your intuition guides you uh, other people's intuition guides them ideally and you know soul connected relationships and and long-term relationships you're kind of creating together and that intuition is pulling you together um sometimes people get pulled apart but what i get for you when i pull your card is taming the wind and taming the wind is all about calming your mind and making sure you're not telling yourself those horrible stories of what um what could possibly go wrong and what could happen and really keep an eye on, you know, I've been talking about focus and you are what you believe in this, this show. So it's really about what what do you believe about that? And I know sometimes we need reassurance and I'm happy to give that, but you know, I really want you to walk away either questioning that or getting really firm on you believe that you can work through this.
2: Well, I, I think we can work through, I hope we can work through it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so sorry. This stupid dog. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> um, we can, uh, Is there any oh way you can the go room? I, I just, I just walked outside. Okay. I believe, I believe that we can, can work together to find a happy ground. Yeah.
0: Yep. I feel that there's a lot of. Thoughts about what's occurring and the challenges that you're facing, and wanting to not um, even being outside yourself, perhaps. And you know, we haven't talked in a little while, but what I'm getting right. is you might be standing outside yourself from the outside, imagining what other people might think of what you're going through and what you should do. What's the right thing? Um, you don't want to look bad or be, you know, like do something, you know, make a foolish choice or try too hard when you shouldn't. And I feel that. Um, when when you get out of that thinking, all you know is okay. We're going through some communication stuff or whatever's going on, and we just need to learn a new way to bridge this gap. And right. you know, whatever the details are of the challenge, really don't matter if all parties are ready to get complete, as they say in landmark education. I have done landmark. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've mentioned landmark to you, but we talk about getting complete, which is saying this is what happened. This is how it made me feel. Can you share with me what you know? What it was on your side? You know what? What's the meaning on your side? And so you get. And that's a very abbreviated version. Um, you know, I right. don't want to really go into their teachings too much, but it's really about saying, I'm not going to judge you. I'm. Um, I just. We, I just want to understand. And so, like um, the prayer of Saint Francis, seek to understand more to, than to be understood and to to open your mind to all the possibilities of, of what's going on in the other person's head and that way you can find an equal ground and say well i've got to learn to forgive i've got to learn to say i don't expect this to go on continually but i definitely am open to a new way of being with you and a new state of being with you and if the other person is is open to that too i feel like you have a very good chance the only time i i see that it's not really going to work out is when one person is very resistant to doing the work
2: Mm. Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and then it's like the one person wants it to work and the other person doesn't and i'm like there's no you can't force them but if you both are a yes then you're gonna try and and find find the the outlets that will support you and, and, and then there's, there's a possibility there.
2: Okay. Okay. You, man, you hit that dead on.
0: Good. <laughs> I'm glad to help anytime.
2: Oh, thank you so much. I do appreciate it.
0: You're so welcome. And stick around when you hang up. I'm going to do a little meditation to help you get uh, clear of those thoughts for at least a few more minutes here at the end of the show. So that might Excellent. help you find that, that answer inside. Okay.
2: And should I do my writing too?
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, whatever supports you, you know, and gets you clear. Sometimes okay. thought dumps, you know, getting it out. We may have right. talked about that before. If you have a lot of negative thoughts or negative beliefs or you're angry, you know, get it out on a piece of paper, you know, process it so you can get to a neutral place of 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 wanting to, to get that openness between the two of you. Great. So awesome. do which, yes, do whatever works. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. Big hugs. And
2: I'm, I'm, I'm hugging you back, and I'm holding on for the meditation.
0: Awesome. Sounds good. Noelle. Bye. Bye. Okay. All right, everyone. So that hour went by pretty fast, and I hope you enjoyed the show as well. Um, I sure love doing it. I love just it's kind of like channeling for me. I do take notes and try to keep myself on track, but I'm just, I'm giving you what I've learned in this life. I'm giving you what spirit gives me on a daily basis, what helps me. I truly believe I got a humanitarian spirit. And whether you're in my office or in my life or listening to my podcast, I want to help empower your wisdom, your peace, and your love from the inside out. That's what I stand for. So Thank you for for being a part of this, and I'm going to turn on some gentle music and walk you through um, a gentle meditation to help you quiet your mind and pull your energy into your core and into your heart, because that's where that spiritual space of beingness is, where your authentic self is. It's in where you know what you know, and you know what's right for you, and you know the answers. And it's about trusting yourself and supporting yourself. Okay? So let's get, um, we got some low volume, and we're gonna go here. And so just wherever you're at, relax your body. If you're driving, do not close your eyes, of course, but you can still listen to my voice, relax into this journey. one deep breath, counting in to four, one, two, three, four. Exhaling gently, one, two, three, four. Breathing in again, one, two, three, four. And at that gentle rhythm, watch your breath, focus your breath, and let it gently shift If you can, close your eyes. Notice how it feels to sit or lie down wherever you are. Notice the feeling of the room, the weather around you. Notice any sounds in the room, the sounds of my voice and the music. This is all about focusing. You get to choose what you focus on, what you believe is important. And I want you to notice anywhere that feels uncomfortable in your body, might be a bit of tension or anxiety, might be a pain or an itch, maybe a stomach issue, wherever it is, Focus in on this sensation of discomfort. And notice how when you work to focus on this sensation of discomfort, it moves ever so slightly. And you try to focus on it again. Now, wherever it has dissipated or moved to, work to focus again on the sensation of discomfort. Noticing as you focus where your eyes are directed, where your hearing is directed, where your attention is directed. And with one last breath, breathe in and release. I'd like you to release that sensation of discomfort out through your body, out through your skin, out through your exhale. Just releasing it, just letting it go. This is energy work. This is the power of your focus. And now pulling your focus back into your own mind. Feel it pouring down into your mind, down into your third eye, down into your throat. Breathe deeply as you pull down that focus into your heart and your chest, allowing it to fill up your core and your abdomen. Allow that focus to fill up your legs, all the way down to your feet. That focus, that part of you that is the real you, filling up your entire being, completely focused where it belongs in your inner world. And if with your mind clear, allow a message to come to you about a question you have in your life. And if the the answer doesn't come, just allow the question to be there and honor it, no matter how scary or unanswerable it seems. And be open in the days to come for dreams and messages to answer that question, to bring you the clarity you seek, to change the limiting belief that you have that makes you question what is true. And with a deep, loving blessing, I send you off Into your evening. At the sound of the bell, come back a little bit more grounded, a little bit more clear, a little bit more grateful and brave. Again, thank you guys for listening. This has been the Empowered Wisdom Hour. My name is Molly McCartney. You can find more about me at mollymccartney.com. Come check it out. I've got a blog there. I've got uh, access to the archives. You can also find those at the theempoweredwisdomhour.com um, or empoweredwisdomhour.com. And um, just contact me with questions. If I can help you uh, privately, I'd be happy to be of service. Um, just reach out and best wishes no matter what you're going through. I know you have the power to find peace, wisdom, love, and power. Be well. Till next month.